I'm sitting here with Barry Jantz. And Barry Jantz, if you don't know Barry Jantz, you got bigger problems. But Barry Jantz is a community figure out here in East County. And he's going to come on the show and talk to us about a lot of things that are happening that you may not know that are happening, but he's very in tune with San Diego, East County, owns a communications company. Barry, welcome. Hey, hey Kyle, thanks for, thanks for having me on. Uh, I, I'm a, I guess I'm a community guy in East County. I didn't know I was a community figure. You're a figure. My, my figure is not what it used to be, but, you know, it's, it's all right. So, I have what I call a father figure. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. The dad, the, the old dad bod, right? <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. People aren't lining up for it. Like, you know, <laughs> you wish they would, but it's the ones that do, though. When they're really into it, they're into it. Okay. All right. So, Barry, what's going on in La Mesa right now? There is turmoil. Oh, oh. Well, so, um, yeah, there's a little turmoil. So, you know, um, the village has um, some consternation going on because uh, the city council a couple of weeks ago addressed this um, five-story apartment building at what a lot of people consider an iconic site. And that's where uh, during the uh, riots a couple of years ago, there were three store, the three buildings that burned down. You may remember that. Yeah. And two of them were banks. And one of them, people may not have been familiar with it, but they probably heard something about it, was the Randall Lamb building. And that was a, um, an engineering firm. That, it reminds that, me of like yeah. that uh, Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Right, right. But this was Randall Lamb, named after, named after the founder of the company. It was an engineering, structural, and other engineering firm. And they had taken what was an old um, appliance warehouse years ago in La Mesa and really buffed it out and made it like nice and modern and really cool. And a lot of people had not seen the inside to understand how cool yeah, it like was. Yeah, like geek chic, you know. Right, right. But uh, but that was, that unfortunately burned down during those riots in 2020. And so. Um, tragic it, incident tragic, here in, in La Mesa. Absolutely. So anyway, they sold it. And of course, now um, a proposal is in for this uh, five-story apartment building there. Right know, in right, the village. Right, right smack dab in the village. And, and I think. Five um, stories. If you didn't hear that, that's 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 big. Right. Everything's now, one story. Now you know. I I mean, there are some some higher buildings. You know, off the village. I mean, there's some three and four story buildings. I mean, you know, but I uh, you know, but they're just slightly off the village. This is kind of like right in the heart of the village, right there within literally a half a block of the main the main village. So a lot of people are upset because oh, wait a minute. It, you know, it's apartments. What about oh, what about parking? Is there adequate parking? Um, it's right there. Yeah, the classic you know. car cruise, yeah. you know, classic right. car yeah. show. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, the so the other thing that I guess the nature of this proposal didn't require the city to publicly notice it like they would uh, for other projects. So a lot of people who would be really interested and concerned about this, yeah, didn't really know until. The city council was discussing it. it. It's getting so, tucked right in there because it was a rebuild. Right. Yeah. So, so you know, for that reason, sometimes a city has to notice all the property owners, you know, within a certain distance, right, about a public hearing. And yeah, this, I know Kyle Whistle. He's doing his sure. rehab, and, he, yeah. and that's, you know, that's yeah. right there, too. I'm sure it wasn't as smooth for that. Yeah. So this in this case, it wasn't like that. So a lot of people were kind of caught off guard, upset. upset. Um, a lot of people felt like the city was purposely hiding um, this project from them, you know, which of course it wasn't purposeful. It was just the nature of the law. But um, anyway, so I, I think that night it was um, 
I think it was a two-two vote. You know, so it didn't. That that doesn't mean it passes. Um, it means it's going to be readdressed. So I, two so it, two would mean fifty percent. <laughs> well, yeah. So anyway, it's coming back. I guess the council is going to be readdressing it again. But a, a lot of people are, bound, are jumping off, uh, jumping off. You know, out of their out of their car seats and their beds over this thing. Because, are there some council members that might be taking it harder than others? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Laura Lothian would be very, very, very open. She's the newest council member. She was elected about a year ago in a special election. Um, she, you know, it's funny because her business, which is a real estate business, is within 300 feet. So she actually couldn't vote on it. But um, not being able to vote on it and having to recuse is different than her as a citizen being able to fight this if she wants. So yeah. she's been out there very openly um, saying, you know, this is not what we need in the downtown and, and so on and so forth. So um, with that said, I know um, there's a there's the potential. I know, uh, you know, at least one council member is mad enough about um, the city not noticing it, not blaming the city, but saying, hey, when it comes to a project like this, that's going to be have an impact. On the that's a major impact, right. I'd say. Right, any kind of any kind of project that's going to have a major impact or be significant to the existing the property owners, even if there's no requirement by the city to notice them, let's as a city notice them anyway. So there's no requirement, but you know, let's say so. The council, you know, I, my understanding is this going to be on a council agenda for discussion, not the project itself, but how do we notice property owners in the future going forward? If there's a if there's significant impact, that, and that 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 takes away from a lot of parking resources uh, and just right. you know the the skyline what what you make of it of La Mesa, <laughs> right. but that's all of a sudden that's a big structure. I mean, five stories, and right. what's it going to look like? Uh, well, it's going to look like five stories of uh, apartments on a, on what's a, kind of a smaller site. I mean, the site's not mini, but it's it's. It means it's got to be five stories if you're going to pack all those all those apartments in there. And I forget how many units it is. Um, it was a significant number. It, yeah, yeah, it's interesting to be able to take what was an architectural firm and now go so far the other way. A historic building site. Is, was it a historic site? You know, I, now I've noticed some. It folk, was a beloved site. I, I, I've noticed people are calling it historic, but I, I don't think it's technically on the city list of historic sites but it was beloved enough people felt like it was historic iconic you know that sort of thing because it had been around a long time and it improved beautifully tragically of course lost in the fire i understand why randall lamb doesn't want to didn't want to rebuild the site and have to go with a new building but now you've got something in there that's a little controversial so the, the, it's very likely the city council will be discussing how the public has noticed on projects like this in the future um, even if there's no requirement, you notice the public anyway. So it, there's at least one council member who is looking at... It, it looks like it's, you know, going, kind of being tucked underneath if you don't let people know things are happening. Right. So it's about transparency. It's about... And the it's optics. About, it's about trust in government. It's about fully informing the public. It's about It's about how the city and their residents feel about La Mesa government fully informing them of changes to their city. And a lot of people don't like change. I understand that. In this case, this change may be a little drastic as compared to what people think of their little village downtown. And I'll say little village downtown because a lot of it is the village atmosphere that people like. 
Yeah, it's extremely quaint. It's one of those areas of, of San Diego here in the county that, well, if you're not making your way down to La Mesa, you, first of all, you should come check out Let's Tune In Media Studios because that's where we're recording from right now. But also, you're missing out. There's a lot of great restaurants and everything. It's it's a cute little part of town. It's very unique to San Diego. I was born here, so legends are made here, I'd have to say. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I wasn't born here, but at least they tried to educate me here, you know. Yeah, they tried. You're a, a Helixian, right? With a Highlander. I, I, I'm a Highlander, right. Right. You know, I was on the city council, you know, here for a couple of years, 16, actually. But, um, you know, I remember a time the downtown, the village, you know, they rolled up the sidewalks at, at 4.30 or 5 o'clock, and, and there was nothing going on down here. And if And if people are only familiar with that, downtown because they happen to come to an Oktoberfest every couple of years, you know, they may be missing the fact that the downtown, especially the village area is completely different than it was. And now there's all kinds of nightlife, nightlife, you know, there's, there's, there's good restaurants, you know, it's a place, it's a place to be. And they've left the sidewalks down after five o'clock. So people can still, you know, travel here where they used to just, you know, roll them up and put the, put the little village to bed at night early. You yeah. Know? You got, you got big groups. And small restaurant chains and everything else in between. The Cohen Restaurant Group has Coin Haas and Bobos. But then you also have, you know, curbside eateries, some nice mom and pop shops. It's it's really just, you know, for me, it's one of my favorite parts of San Diego. And, you know, the parking, it's uh, free. The, well, the parking's not always free. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Well, the the <laughs> one meter section right there, you yeah, know. Right. I've never seen a meter made in La Mesa. Oh well, hey, no, I'm Kyle. I'm going to tell you, be really careful because <laughs> I've been nailed a few times in recent years myself. Really? So, and it's thirty five bucks, or you know, maybe even be more now. I throw a quarter in just just for fun. No, the parking's not free in La Mesa, but it should be. It feels like it should be free parking in town. But everything you have going on throughout La Mesa is, you know, really just you know unique to. We have an Oktoberfest. Right. Of course, the Oktoberfest, iconic Oktoberfest, in this case, really iconic, been, you know, been around for, you know, 35, 40 years now, going back to the mid-70s, um, a great time. But we're talking about those things outside of those two or three days, in a, you know, at the end of October, beginning of September, or end of September, beginning of October, technically, is when it is. But you've mentioned some of the restaurants. I mean, if you go up the boulevard, there's Farmer's Table, there's, you know, Kanishiwa, there's um, Senefani's has been there for, for many years. Sheldon's um, uh, pu- Public Square. I mean, these are all restaurants and eateries and places that people would really be excited about if they knew about. Yeah, City, sh- City Taco, another one. City Tacos, they have a location there. And what's really cool is you're still going to find all those traditional services you need. Like Nansuk, they do frames. Mm-hmm. So, you need you know, framing done. So everything about La Mesa is very quaint, very small town. And uh, when something like this happens where tragically the building was lost and we've all, we all accept that from now, but to now all of a sudden decide you want to put a five story, I think there's like 12 or 15 units going in there. Uh, I, I, I think it's way more than that. Way more than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm thinking I, and I should have, I should have looked this up before I, I sat down with you, but I'm well, thinking hey, that's it's like, I do. I'm, I thinking it's like a microphone. I'm thinking it's like 60 units or something 60 like that. 60 units? Like, I mean, no like, way. 
Yeah. Now that's big time. Okay, yeah. so I was way off on this thing, and this is something that just came up um, in the government affairs being over the East County Chamber of Commerce, and I was like, Barry, do you know what's going on with this? And and it's coming up very soon. There there should be like next week. You're saying? Yeah, I believe. Council uh, so, meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the council meeting. You know, that's the. What, what what month are we in here? I don't even know. So that would be like the second Tuesday in uh, in November, I guess. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. just post pandemic. Yeah. yeah, ever right. since then, and we're in November already. It's right. just right. But Nathan, they're starting to bring it back though. They're 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 out there, you know, giving some strong guidelines for businesses now. They're trying to bring back the pandemic. I yeah. I, I hopefully. Uh, we we can we can silence that whole thing here moving forward. Yeah, and and uh, obviously La Mesa and a lot of other cities have because of the pandemic have opened up, you know, what they call, you know, outside eating areas, you know, and and did a, did urgency ordinances in some cases to allow that. Yeah. And I think the really nice thing about that is a lot of communities have realized Hey, this is really nice, especially in San Diego, where yeah, you know, you alfres- get, you get, you get, it alfresco. They call it, or what they call you now? Yeah, but where you get where you get nice weather year round yeah. for the most part, right? We, maybe we should have thought about doing something like this a long time ago because of the number of people who want to eat outside. And, and I like a good fear of death when I'm eating outside in the parking on, on the street. You know, why don't they? You know, make it make it a thing. You know, they're talking. I heard talk about uh, downtown San Diego closing down all Fifth Avenue, just having that just one big promenade. Right, promenade. There's, there's a so I I noticed there's an area up in La Jolla now. You know, so I'm, I'm kind of kind of there near the near the uh, the grass area at the at the um, beach where um, they've closed it off for for about two blocks. For any driving whatsoever, and you can only walk in that area. And they decided to leave it like that. Can, last I saw, are and you allowed a, to bring your dog and vape? Because if I can't yeah. bring my dog and vape, which I have neither one of them, yeah, I think you can <laughs> probably vape anywhere in the city of San Diego, and dogs can vape in certain sections. Of okay, San so Diego. the dog vaping section's limited, right? That's right. They they restrict it. But let's not talk about whether you can walk your dog at you know, like Santee Lakes or anything like that. Yeah, no, yeah, normal places to to, to bring your pet. <laughs> Everyone bring. I love dogs, but I you don't you don't need to have them everywhere. I mean, I get it. I understand you want to people want to. They're just dogs are everywhere, and I guess that's just where we're at now, you know. But this restaurant situation, this business quarter, the La Mesa Village, and having sixty units, and they probably don't have to have parking because there's all those new rules. Is going to be. There, there has to be some parking, but it's. I think it's limited parking, and that's caused a little bit of the concern. Handicap parking. Because the, the assumption is that if you're living in an apartment in the downtown near the trolley, right, with um, the trolley is essentially just a couple blocks away, you can get on the trolley. Um, you know why? You know, then people are going to be moving in there that don't need that don't need their vehicles or don't need as many vehicles as a traditional family someplace in a in a suburb. You know, that's the thought, and so you know the interesting. The interesting piece of that. I want a car that tows my other car. <laughs> the interesting piece of that is, um, you know, whoever the developer is, is counting on a reduced uh, market of opportunity to rent those units because it's only going to be people who have, you know, one car or whatever. You know, so that that's part of it. I guess that's up to the developer to do that. But there's a lot of other folks who believe, okay, no matter what you say about only having one park, one car, well, that's only one car parking space at the site and that means other cars are now going to be parked out on the street right and people are going to be 
jostling for parking and what do you do? You know, so there's a lot, there's a lot of concerns about this. What, what do you do with guests? The guests are going to be visiting people in apartments. They're going to be parking on the street because there's not on-site parking. And even if they're following the parking rules and paying the meter, which they probably have to do, and, and then it's limited to two hours, well, what does that do to all the other traction of business well, that yeah. the village businesses would exactly like, you know? and if like if you're the guy that owns the the embroidery shop right there in the village i mean you need parking people need to come in and out you can't just have somebody tying up all the surrounding parking and it does it is a big impact and i'm pro the project i mean do you have to do something with the space i think that it needs to a lot more thought needs to go into it and I think it just might be not suitable for the area. Right. But who who am I to say, you know, just a you know, business owner in the, in the area and taxpayer and resident and uh, user of all the, the fine eateries and establishments that it's going to affect, who am I to have an opinion on something like this? I think it's, um, you know, we should just leave it up to uh, this thing sliding through without anyone's thought on it. Yeah. Well, so the, the, the whole thing about, hey, I'm as, you know, so I, I can tell you when I was on the council, I was about as pro development or pro, let's, let's put it this way, pro reasonable development yeah. as, as, as they come. I believe in property rights. I believe in the private property rights. I believe that's, you know, uh, but it, it, come, it comes down to, you have to sometimes look at whether that means any single project, regardless of size, scope, impact is appropriate. And actually, that's why we do have regulations in in cities. So this is again a downtown area, you know, a small, re- relatively small village area with um, a lot of existing businesses that a lot of them are concerned about something like this. Yeah, and th- to your point, like I'm definitely for, you know, new growth, business, commerce, all those things, but this might just be a little bit too much for the site that they're at. But what I do appreciate more than anything is having Barry Jantz here. And he's uh, somehow some way agreed to uh, help fill us in more, more frequently on these subjects and maybe bring some of his friends on to the new podcast tune in San Diego. Friends. I think we should bring in some enemies too. Enemy, yeah, friends you know, and I, foe. I'm willing to have a conversation with anybody, you know. So let's let's do let's do some conversations. Yeah, conversations. Uh, we can even maybe uh, you know as as it may include down the road debates. Bring people on the spotlight. So we'll 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 get it going. You know, I've always I've always thought you know a um, a podcast beer summit of some kind would be would be interesting. You get. You get two people. That Wait, are, they might start liking each other, though. Well, you know, but, you know, do you remember Obama had that beer summit or whatever at that one point? I, I forget what that was all about. But, you know, I always thought you get, you know, I don't know who it is, right. but you get a couple you get a couple of political leaders that have fought for a lot of years and you get them you get them to agree to come on the show and, and you're going to start by asking them what's their favorite color. You know, and maybe it will lead into some of the differences they've had. But let's have a beer while we're doing it. Let's and have talk a, to him. I think Barry and, just and, wants me to have beer in here. Yeah, I, I absolutely do. <laughs> and and you know, and here's the thing: we're not trying to get him to agree. We're just trying to get him to sit down and like talk about some of the stuff that they they've fought of over the years. You know, that would be interesting to listen to. You know, for some people anyway. Yeah, and 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 family feuds as well. <laughs> there, there's there's a lot you can do, and then there's a lot happening here in town 
And there's not a lot of coverage on some of these issues that aren't, you know, very one-sided. And so I think that we having Barry bring things on and bring it, bring to our attention is going to be a lot of fun for those that are tuning in to our podcast here at Tune In San Diego. So Barry, thanks so much. Absolutely. Uh, I know that we're, this is our first one driving together. We're, we're jiving a little bit. Yeah. You we'll, know what? Hey, that, that motel voucher program in El Cajon, that's an interesting. Wish we get some folks in on that. You know? Motel voucher, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that co- costs a little bit of an interest between the county and the city of El Cajon. You know, yeah, so. we'll have to get some players to talk about that. We can do that. I, I got to facilitate a forum on that the other Are day. Are you foreshadowing a new episode as we speak? You know, potentially. It depends on if we get the right people. And if we don't get the right people, we'll get the wrong people, and they can talk about it anyway. Yeah, and then the right people get mad about the wrong people, and then we can both have them sit down for your beer. Exactly, exactly. Beers with Barry. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, thanks so much, Barry. Hey, and thank you. We'll be looking forward to the hotel, motel, holiday inn vouchers uh, coming up here. We will. All right. Thank you.